Nancy Cavey, National ERISA and Individual Disability Attorney. Welcome to Winning Isn't Easy. Before we get started, I've got to give you a legal disclaimer. This podcast is not legal advice. The Florida Bar Association says I have to say it, so I've said it. However, nothing is going to prevent me from giving you an easy-to-understand overview of the disability insurance world, the games that disability carriers play, and what you need to know to get your disability benefits. So off we go. Today, I'm going to be exploring more about multiple sclerosis. Uh, and I get a, a lot of multiple sclerosis questions and claims. I work closely with the multiple sclerosis community uh, here in Florida. And I want you to uh, understand the basis of an MS claim because I think there's always more to discuss uh, and so let's get started. Um, I'm going to talk about three specific talk, topics. What you need to know about the multiple sclerosis impact scale, motor component, and the multiple sclerosis walking scale and your ERISA disability claim, the bowel symptoms of multiple sclerosis and your claim, and relapses that are found to drive disability claims in the first year of MS. Got it? We've got a lot to talk about today, but we're going to take a short break. Have you been robbed of your peace of mind from your disability insurance carrier? You owe it to yourself to get a copy of Robbed of Your Peace of Mind, which provides you with everything you need to know about the long-term disability claim process. Request your free copy of the book at kvlaw.com today. Welcome back to Winning Isn't Easy. What you need to know about the multiple sclerosis impact scale motor component, and the multiple sclerosis walking scale, and your ERISA disability claim. Progressive multiple sclerosis MS is characterized by impairment of motor and walking function, and it gets worse over time. If you have an ERISA disability claim, uh, you are going to start out by filing a claim where you have to prove that you can't perform your own occupation. And I think that it's very important that you review your medical records before you stop work and apply for benefits. And of course, that you have the support of your doctor. That's crucial because the disability carrier as part of an application process is going to closely review your application, your medical records, and the attending physician statement form that your doctor has completed. Now, What's important about this is that disability carriers are always looking for an objective basis of the diagnosis of MS and testing that corroborates the extent and nature of your functional restrictions and limitations. Now, there are two tests that the disability carrier might look for in your claim. The first is the, meta, the multiple sclerosis impact scale motor component, MSIS-29, and the multiple sclerosis impact scale motor component, MSWS-12. And this is part of the expanded disability status scale, EDSS. You may know that EDSS is a clinical tool that's used to evaluate MS uh, and you know, regularly used by uh, doctors in not only the diagnosis, but in determining functional restrictions and limitations. Now, both of these tests are patient self-reported questionnaires, and they're used to try to get a sense of your reported disability, and in particular, your motor function and how your motor function uh, has uh, deficits have progressed. 
This tool, I think, is very helpful to understand the progression of MS and and helps your doctor with treatment options. But I also think that it can help uh, prove to a disability carrier the progression of your motor function issues. However, I'm going to flip it a little bit in that sometimes disability carriers, I think, are looking for these kinds of tests so that they can create a reason to deny or terminate claims. They're going to cherry pick your medical records and your reports of activity of daily living, looking for inconsistencies. So if you say to your doctor or report that you have trouble walking, but you say on your ADL forms that you go golf or you walk the dog, the carrier is going to be scratching their head saying, isn't this inconsistent? Now, that's important because your doctor is relying in part on your self-report in assigning the restrictions and limitations. And if you're inconsistent, the carrier is going to say to the doctor, you know, look, this person isn't truthful and change those restrictions and limitations. So honesty and consistency is the key to getting your benefits. But I think honesty and consistency in reporting to your doctor when you're doing these self-reporting testing it is important because the doctor is going to be relying not only on your report uh, and your exam findings to to consider whether there's been a progression and to come up with a treatment uh, regimen. Again, consistency is is crucial. So please be truthful and your self-report to your physician um, of your symptoms and the progression of those symptoms. Got it? Let's take a break. Welcome back to Winning Isn't Easy. Let's talk about the bowel symptoms of MS and an ERISA disability claim. Now, many long-term disability policy holders who have MS are often reluctant to talk about the bowel symptoms. There's a stigma associated with bowel control. I mean, we've had it drilled into our heads since we were little kids that we have to maintain bowel control. And, you know, if you've had an accident, you're embarrassed about it. Uh, and so you may be reluctant to talk about it. Uh, but that's important because two-thirds of MS patients have bowel symptoms. That can include constipation, diarrhea, a reduced ability to control bowel movements. All of those things are important. Now, research shows that bowel symptoms are 4.6 times higher among women with MS than men. But regardless of your sex, these symptoms can impact your ability to perform your own occupation or any occupation uh, so you might therefore have a ERISA disability claim if you've covered. I know that you don't like to talk about those issues. Nobody wants to tell their doctor about these problems, that they can't control their bowels. Um, but it's really crucial for several reasons. One, bowel symptoms are uh, just one of the disabling, many disabling symptoms of MS. And your doctor needs to know about that, not only because of the progression of the disease, but for treatment options. But from an ERISA disability claim, you might have to use the restroom frequently. You might be in the restroom for more than five minutes at a time. You may have to stop presentations or meetings or even bring a change of clothes because of the nature of your uh, bowel problems. All of that is really important uh, in, a, in an ERISA disability 
claim. And of course, it's important for your doctor. There is a self-reported questionnaire form called the Neurogenic Bowel Dysfunction Test, NEBT, that's used by physicians to help screen patients who have bowel symptoms. And it can be a tool that can be used to avoid having that face-to-face conversation with your doctor. Now, I think from a health standpoint and from a disability insurance claim, that it's really important that you're being honest with your physician about the nature of these problems and that you're giving an interval history between each visit of your symptoms and how those symptoms are impact your ability to function. And it can get pretty detailed. It might be that you, and quite frankly, you should be giving a doc, your doctor a history of whether you're having problems with diarrhea, how often you're having those problems, what the symptoms are before you have those episodes, how long the episode lasts, whether or not you eat or not eat before you have a symptom, uh, the symptoms, um, how long you're in the restroom, uh, whether you continue to have pain after you've had a bowel movement, what impact that has on your ability to do things around your house. Do you have to take breaks? Does it impact your ability to go to the grocery store? Um, Do you have pain that impacts on your ability to concentrate? Um, How long does it take to clean yourself up? Do you have to use protective devices like the pens? All of this, I know, I know it's difficult to talk about, but your doctor is going to want to know about that to help formulate a treatment plan, and it will support your ERISA disability claim. So I think it's very important to be giving a good interval history of your symptoms. If possible, write this information down and give it to your physician and keep a copy for your ERISA disability carrier. Please don't let the embarrassment of bowel problems um, prevent you from being truthful with your doctor or being truthful with a disability carrier. Look, this is just part of the disease process and being honest will help you get your disability claim uh, and your benefits uh, uh, approved. Got it? So let's take a break. Are you a professional with questions about your individual disability policy? You need the Disability Insurance Claim Survival Guide for Professionals. This book gives you a comprehensive understanding of your disability policy with tips and to-dos regarding your disability application that will assist you in submitting a winning disability application. This is one you won't want to miss. For the next 24 hours, we are giving away free copies of the Disability Insurance Claim Survival Guide for Professionals. Order yours today at disabilityclaimsforprofessionals.com. Welcome back to Winning Isn't Easy. I want to talk about relapses that are found to drive disability worsening in the first years of a multiple sclerosis diagnosis and how that can impact your ERISA disability claim. I will tell you that people who have relapsing remitting MS can have a difficult time getting ERISA disability benefits because of the nature of the disease or their flares. Their symptoms will suddenly worsen with periods of remission where their symptoms can ease or even disappear entirely. Disability carriers are quick to take the position that during a remission, you're not disabled, you're not entitled to your benefits, and voila, we're denying the claim. So how do these relapsing and remitting episodes play into a disability carrier's hands? Um, This can be confusing in that relapses can directly cause a worsening of disability, and you might have worsening symptoms, or you might have new symptoms, and those symptoms 
regardless of whether they're old or new, can last for a longer period of time after the relapse has ended. Or the whole MS disability picture can worsen independent of a relapse activity. So there's no apparent rhyme or reason to when the symptoms ease or disappear. That plays again into this issue of are you disabled or not? And they're going to take advantage of the relationship between the nature and frequency of the relapses and flares because they expect everybody's going to have a continuous longitudinal disability or progression. And life doesn't work that way. I think there's a recent study that is helpful uh, in these uh, relapsing, uh, remitting MS claims, and particularly in the early years. Um, this study shows an association between disability progression, relapses, and treatment, uh, and it's uh, called uh, is a rather a study that was published in scientific reports. Uh, Australian scientists analyzed data on patients' relapse activity and disability progression. And according to this article, uh, which is found in Multiple Sclerosis News dated July 31st, 2023, they say that relapses that occur in the first few years after the disease develops has a strong impact on the rates of disability worsening. But after two and a half years, more relapses don't consistently result in a greater worsening of disability. So this study is showing uh, that patients who have more disability worsening are likely to experience relapses and associations, and that doesn't change over time. The number of uh, episodes that occur within the first two and a half years of the MS onset are a strong indicator of the dis disability worsening. So how does that work? Well, obviously, it, you may not be quote unquote disabled under the terms of the policy when you're initially diagnosed. You want to work as long as you can and, and you're physically and cognitively able to do. But at some point as the disease progresses, you may be thinking about applying for your ERISA disability benefits. Obviously, it's important that you're reviewing your medical records to see what your doctors have to say. And part of that review involves a review of your report of the symptoms and how those symptoms are progressing how often you're having the relapsing, remitting episodes, whether there are, is a worsening of the old symptoms or those old symptoms last longer before um, they uh, remit. It might be that you have new symptoms and you need to discuss with your doctor what those new symptoms are, how long they've lasted, and what impact that has on the old, if you will, symptoms that you've had. And you also are going to be wanting to talk about the impact of treatment that you are getting um, uh, and what impact that's having on these episodes, how long they're lasting, not lasting, and any side effects of medication. Obviously, it's the frequency of these episodes that is important as documented in uh, this particular study. So please give a very careful uh, and thorough interval history because we don't want the disability carriers to seize on a period of time in which your MS symptoms have relapsed as a reason to justify a claims denial. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Winning Isn't Easy. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like our page, please leave a review, please share it with your family and friends. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. That way you're going to get notification of every new episode. I look forward to having you tune in next week for another insightful episode of Winning Isn't Easy. Mm -hmm.